0: testimonies. When Andrew and Andy and I were talking about this, Andy was feeling like for the past couple weeks that uh, there's like real power in the testimony that needs to be released. So I want you guys to think of some testimonies. This is interaction, group interaction here. Um, And we're just going to have fun with it and see what Jesus does with that. It's going to be pretty casual. I've got a couple videos that we're trying to get Online, we'll see if it happens or not. I don't know. One of them is a testimony, the other is an animated movie clip. So that tells you we're pretty serious this morning. Um, It's a Disney movie, too. So that's right. Um, Lynn, are you leaving? Okay. Words of affirmation sinking down. I already made her leave. Oh man. Okay, so um, first off, I thought it would be fun to start with some prophecy. Does that sound fun to you guys? All right, brave souls from OSSM, Joe and Diane. You guys can come up here. And then, uh, are you doing it? All right, Blake's going for it. Let's cheer him on, everyone. Woo! All right. Do you guys do you guys already have someone picked out, or do you need a moment? You good? All right. I told him. I gave him a little assignment. Pick someone out during worship. And ask God for a little something. This is actually going to be mandatory of all 12 students we have, uh, by the end of, uh, the year. Everybody's going to get up here and stretch themselves. I sent a text out to OSSM students last night saying, Hey, if you want to, if you want to do this, this is, you know, invite, you know, you, you can, you can come and you can go, Whoa, Lynn, yes, come on. That's what I'm talking about. You, it's not mandatory this time around. You can do it if you want to stretch yourself, and this is the fewest OSSM students we've had at church, I think, since I've been coming. So, working on that boldness. Hopefully, we've got a couple more months left. They're going to have to do it whether they like it or not. All right, Joe, you're up. Go for it, man. Sergio, raise your hand over there.
1: Okay. When I look at Sergio, I, I see uh, you're a bigger, bigger leader than people, and you think you are. You, are, you make a difference uh, in a supernatural way. You step into a room or a situation or a prayer situation, and you make a difference, okay, a big difference. You know, uh, things that aren't sp- supposed to be there run, and things that are supposed to be there come. So I just see that on you. It's a very powerful way. And, uh, and you need to thank Penny for that because uh, she, she is your backbone on this deal. I can see her as a major intercessor behind, behind you that way, Okay. Also, so see David here. David, you're more, a lot more prophetic. Prophetic. Um, I want to say that properly because you, you really are more than you think you are. You see things, you dream things, and, uh, and, and I want you to start paying attention to them because this is going to grow in a big, big way to you, okay? Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's good work. amen to that. Cool. Round of applause. <laughs> All right, pass it down the line
2: all right i have a word for um you right there in the pink shirt with the what's your name marty Marty, i'm sorry um what i when i looked at you a little while ago i heard the lord say you are lovely lovely altogether lovely and i also heard him say that he is restoring the years that the locust have stolen so things are being restored to you that you that have been taken and that have been lost and i just want to encourage you that um like David, you are his favorite and he has, you have great favor with the Lord and he just really wants to bless you.
3: What's your name in, in the blonde and the white guess? Um, Sandy, I saw, um, I saw you sitting at a desk with a radio and you're sitting there with your, with your headphones on. You're trying to dial in, you're trying to find the voice, you're trying to listen And uh, I saw Jesus walk up behind you and he unplugged the headphones and he said, stop trying so hard. I'm right here. Awesome.
2: Good job, man. Okay, Gary. Yeah. I felt like the Lord was saying that he recognizes in you the desire for his word. That He loves the fact that you love his word and you even consider it a treasure to you, like you really value the word of god but jesus said he wants you to know more than that that he is the word living and well in you and that um you are his treasure you're his treasure that um he went out he saw the treasure he paid for it he bought that field and he kept it for himself and that's you and he's alive in you and so the word he's getting ready to amp up your faith of the things that you've learned and memorized and studied in the world word and you're going to begin to release those much more um, casually than you ever have in the past. It's going to be just something that flows out of you, that you'll come in contact with someone and you'll have a word for them right then, and it's going to change their life. Woo! Uh, y- y-
1: there's a reason I feel why you sit on the front all the time because I, f- I see you on the front line, so to speak. You're on the front line. You you carry a lot of authority. You you are like the tip of the spear, so to speak. Spiritually speaking, a, a lot of things happen because of you. A lot of positive things happen because of you. You're on the front line. You make a difference. I just want to encourage you with that. Okay.
0: Yeah, buddy. That's, That's right. Awesome. Give these guys a round of applause. Don't go anywhere yet. I don't know. I just like having them up here. Um, it was Gary, is that right? Yeah. And who's this next to you? Lee, and you guys are... Husband and wife, I assume? All right. Just want to make sure before I jump to any conclusions. Um, Could I ask you guys to do something kind of bold? Would you mind coming up here so we could pray for you? Is that okay? Thank you so much. Let's give them a round of applause. Woo! All right, cool. Yeah, I just felt like, um, Diane, you gave them the word, right? Yeah, I felt like uh, just praying for you guys uh, before she did that, and then, I was getting the same word for you. So I just felt like it got confirmed. And so if that's all right with you, let's just do that. Cool. All right. Yeah, you guys can stretch out your hands. We'll just see. Yeah. And I, I do feel like, Gary, there's like a, a teacher uh, on you, you know, and you have a, the ability to lead. Um, yeah, especially men, I feel like. Um I feel like uh, just like breaking off uh, any fear, you know, that's that's gotten on you guys from maybe a traumatic event. I I just feel like um, Jesus has been there with you uh, from the start, and um, I just feel like maybe some questions have popped into your minds, Um, and I just want to break off any any, uh, fear or, or uh, anything that, that might be down there based off of, you know, we've all had traumatic events and those all, those always bring question marks up in our minds. Uh, I feel like telling you, um, Gary, that, um, I just see like a, a contract with your name written on it. Um, like money, um, uh, contract that will provide money with your name written on it. Um, yeah, and I also just want to—I uh, don't know—we had um, cool testimony. We had—we we did this uh, outreach. Um, we did this outreach this past Friday, and we had a young woman come up, who—or no, it was a man. Yeah, we had a guy. We had a guy come up. I was trying to think of a picture of his face. Yeah, we had a guy come up, and we we offered "quote unquote" free spiritual readings to this guy. Um, sounds new age probably cause it is. And, uh, but you know, new age people just stole that from us. It, we're just releasing God's wisdom over their lives and, um, and just prophesying over them. And there's nothing, there's nothing new age about that except for the, you know, they're, they're doing it in a different way from a different source. So we like to give them the original source, you know, the ancient source, Jesus, Holy Spirit. And so, um, we got some words of knowledge for this guy when he came up about, um, a daughter of theirs that had gone, uh, away estranged from them. And, um, he started to cry, you know, right there. And, uh, it was right on and he was saying how good we are and stuff. And then we told him how we knew that it was from Jesus. Um, and then we got uh, a word of knowledge about his back needing to be healed and it got healed, um, out there as well. And so I just wanted to pray for like Wayward family members for you guys. I just feel like calling them back in. Uh, any family members that, that have, have gone away or need a breakthrough, uh, that same testimony with this guy, that it was being restored, that hope was coming back. I just want to fill you guys with hope. That's I feel like hope is going to be restored, and that's going to be your bedrock. That's going to be your foundation is hope going forward, and you're going to be able to stand on that pretty firmly where before it was... Well, I don't know. I mean, we had this happen. We had that happen. I'm not really sure what's going to happen next. And now it's a different season, I feel like, um, where sons and daughters are coming back. Family members are coming back. And there's just going to be, uh, I feel like, restoration coming towards you. Um, ah, there's a problem with your foot. I know this because I'm very prophetic and I can see it. <laughs> Lynn's, like, pointing it out. She's like, uh, down there, Dave. Um, yeah, man, what's going on with the foot? It's, a, it's an ulcer, diabetic ulcer. Ah, okay, cool, let's pray for that, is that all right? Okay, yeah, so uh, last week we, or two weeks ago, we had words of knowledge about blood problems, so yeah, Jesus, take care of these blood issues right now. Yeah, full healing, yeah, all throughout there, yeah. Blood sugar, restored, yeah. Hey, do me a favor, church, and just speak the name of Jesus. 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 That's it, that's the prayer. Jesus, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, mm. Jesus. Do you feel anything going on right now, Gary? No, okay, that's all right, that's all right. Yeah, Jesus. Hope. Jesus, you're the hope yeah Yeah, I just feel like encouraging you Gary Um, you probably already do this but when you get home and like whenever you think about it just put your hand that's uh, Holy Spirit charged on that foot and don't pray any prayer except for just say the name Jesus I feel like we don't even need to add anything to that. It's his name that does it. And so just just keep, keep proclaiming Jesus over it whenever you can. And I feel like he's going to take care of it. All right? Cool, man. Thanks for coming up, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I need a hug, too.
4: Yeah. Good.
0: All right. Yeah, they're awesome. Give them a round of applause. There's a Bible up here. Okay. I thought, wow, it's a miracle. Um, Okay. I release you all. Good job, everyone. All right. So, um, yeah, I wanted to tell some some testimonies. Um, So, yeah, we had another lady. Hey, Andy, do we have any of the, we got the stuff. We got the goods. The first one. Let's do, let's do the photo. Is that possible? The photo is not possible. Forget the photo. I didn't want to show that photo anyway. Stupid photo. Um, Well, it's not really that important. I was just going to show you a picture of us out there doing that ministry um, where we give people free spiritual readings. And I also have a sign made that says uh, pain, question mark, sickness, question mark, free healing. And then down at the bottom, physician's assistance. You guys have heard me say this, evidently. So, um, yeah, because we're the assistants of the physician, right? And so we invite people to come up. Uh, And it's like a declaration for us, you know, hey, we got the goods and we're about to unleash them on you. And so anyway, I thought it was really cool that um, we're at like like this city-sponsored event uh, where it's it's an outdoor concert that happens in Uptown Altamont um, where they have this big outdoor, what would you call it, an amphitheater? Is that what it's called? And and they do this uh, big concert for a couple hours and they invite these vendors. So you had like, uh, police department sometimes comes and and doctor's offices and all these different vendors can sign up basically to advertise and do a little giveaway or something like that and then we get a free booth there uh, every single time Acts 2 Church and so we go down there and we cause a bunch of trouble ruckus and we're down there from Acts 2 Church giving free spiritual readings you, you guys are a part of that whether you knew it or not <laughs> surprise yep so um we try and represent you well, and we always give out what we have, which is Holy Spirit, and we give it, we give it good. Uh, people get affected every single time, it's amazing. One of my favorite things is that I do not have to spend my Friday, before one of those events, soaking in God's presence to be able to operate in the supernatural. It's not predicated on what I do my part of the equation is simply, is simply to, to try and, and to pray and to invite him to come. Um, because otherwise, what are, what are we doing? Do, are we, do we think we have, I put this on Facebook a couple weeks ago, do we think we have more mercy than he does? Do we think we have more grace and a hope that people will get healed more than he does? To... To consider, you know, to go and beg for someone to get healed would be to assume you have more mercy than, than Jesus does. And that's not true. <laughs> that's one thing I feel pretty confident about, is that he has more mercy in his heart than I do. Um, and that's, that's one of the most freeing things you can you can grab a hold of, because when you realize it has very little to do with what you bring to the equation then it gives you so much confidence a confidence in his goodness and so i go out there thinking well this past friday i spent most of the day watching college basketball a very holy event well yeah part of me thinks that's very true it is a holy event and um And so I went out there uh, really spending about 30 minutes uh, in his presence on my drive out there, Uh, but confident after all these years that he's going to show up because it's what he wants to do. I don't have to twist his arm to show up and spend hours in prayer or basking in his presence. Those things are good. Don't get me wrong. Those things are good, but I think it's more for our benefit than for the people he's going to touch. When I get lost in his presence or I feel his touch on me, it fills me with hope and faith and courage uh, and boldness. But I don't need those things in order to see him show up. He just shows up because he wants to. He wants to be a part of the equation. And that's called co-laboring. I bring my faith and my hope and my courage and my willingness. And he brings the power and his goodness and his mercy. And he wants to bring that every single time. So anyway, this past, this past Friday, we had, a, we had a fun event where we had that guy come up um, who had the estranged daughter, and he started to cry there. And we prayed for his back, and he said, yeah, I can feel it. It's, it's hot back there. I said, yes, that's good. That's a sign. And then uh, the Friday before, we had a bunch of other cool things happen, supernatural stuff. We had a um, lady come up who um, probably had been uh, partying a little bit, She was uh, talking with a little bit of slurred speech. And um, we started giving her words of knowledge and prophesying over her. And turns out, um, what was it like? Was it six six months ago, Lori? Or was that it? Six months ago, she had quit her corporate job. She had left her husband and kids and she was living homeless out of her car uh, for the past six months. I'd be drinking too, probably. Um, and she uh, she started to open up. She was crying like a baby up there and we were just encouraging her. She We got these words of knowledge that just pierced her heart and it was like this person who was probably so jaded by the idea of Christians speaking into her life was all of a sudden opened up like a book because of a few words of knowledge, a few bits of insight that we had into her situation. Um, and then she got healed too. Yeah. We, uh, she said she only had partial mobility in her shoulder or her arm and could only take it up to about right here. A couple easy prayers, Jesus, do your thing, healing come. The name of Jesus, there's a lot wrapped up in that name. And all of a sudden, she's moving her arm all over the place. And it's just my favorite to see him interact with people like that. And it has nothing to do with me. That's such good news. Thank goodness I don't, I don't influence how he interacts with people. He just wants to do it. Uh, sometimes he does it without me, shockingly. <laughs> how dare him? But, um, man, it's just it's his goodness that does it. It's so good, and that's something I just want to put my faith and my hope in for the rest of my life so that at any time when I'm out and about, I can minister to people with confidence. Whether I've just come out of my car in an hour of worship or whether I just scarfed down a burrito at Taco Bell, I have confidence that Jesus wants to interact with people right now through my hands. That's an awesome idea and profound. I did a profound job there. All right, let's, let's roll that uh, first video. We good? We're going to try it. Oh, it's, um, it's like five minutes long, so hang out. We're going to have some fun and watch it. It's also pretty low quality um, because someone was like literally filming it. This is, just to give you, set it up. It's probably a good idea. This is, um, this is the, one of the leaders of the Bethel Healing Rooms. Uh, out at Bethel Church where our curriculum for the school that I lead is based off of and he's sharing this at a really small conference that they're doing and mostly leaders conference he's sharing this little testimony that he got from a friend of theirs over in I think it's Nairobi or Africa or or something Um, Nigeria I got it so um, anyway here we go
5: So we' have our speakers come up um, you, one of the things that pleases my heart so much is that we're, that we're living in an hour that what what used to just be normal for third world countries is becoming normal for us. Like, it used to be it used to be easier to get people healed air than it is here. That's not true anymore. Come on. God just likes to do it everywhere, and there's no place that's safe once you show up. Uh, But how how many people know that it's just good to increase your... Your high water mark. Yeah. For uh, What he does there, he's ready and willing and wanting to do here. And uh, so Les just got this testimony back from some friends of ours, a global legacy church in Colorado. Whoa. So I want to have Les share this testimony that Come he on, got Les. today from them. <laughs>
3: are going to be rocked. I read this testimony about, what, four times this morning in our staff meeting? <laughs> okay, this is a church in Nigeria that uh, a guy by the name of Jim Rogers, an evangelist from Colorado, I guess, just got back from. Okay, they just returned from Nigeria. Over 150,000 people were saved. When I first read it this morning, I said 150 people were saved and we had the same response for 150, so... (laughs) Okay, but wait. There's more. A cloud, uh, the glory cloud the stadium. It rested on about 10 lepers. When it lifted, noses, fingers, years back. Oh! Yes, yes, Woo! Yes! <laughs> Is that crazy or what? Oh, but oh, Wait. It said, At the words rise up, about thirty in wheelchairs came running to the front. (laughs) But there's more. <laughs> All who are missing limbs, feet, hands, you name it. They called them to come to the front. 500 came to the front. All received new limbs.
0: Um, the more part. Uh, so after the conference that they were at, at that church in Nigeria, yeah, um, they went back to um, this family's house and there was a little eight-year-old girl who had died, passed away, and she was raised from the dead. <laughs> and then, but there's more. And then after that, Uh, There was a father there who witnessed the rising from the dead. His son had died earlier that week. He went to the morgue, got the body, brought it back, and he was raised from the dead. (laughs) And that's it. Oh, man. How sweet is that? That's so good. I love it, man. (laughs) All right. Who's got a testimony they want to share about what, what Jesus has been doing? Doesn't matter if it's from a while ago or just recently, but we want to make some time for people to share testimonies. Jody, I know you probably got something. See, I knew it. Actually, I was standing up here when she was praying, and I'm like, man, I wish I had a New Jersey accent. It sounds so cool. When you prophesy, it's like people are going to listen to that. Go ahead, Joey.
6: No, I actually was quickened with this testimony that did happen a while ago. So you you qualified that that was okay, but um, I had been out raking leaves all day. This was when I lived back in Jersey, and uh, my hand was really in pain. I was in a lot of tremendous amount of pain, and I had been kind of studying the subject of faith. And that night, I went to sleep, and in the dream, I had a dream that I was reaching up. And um, as I was reaching up into heaven, my hand was healed in the dream. And I woke up that next morning, and the Lord was just saying, and I wanted to kind of encourage us today, that it's as simple as reaching up and pulling down, in a sense, what's already ours.
0: That's great. Thanks, Judy. All right, who has a problem with their hand? Okay, we got one here. If you have a problem with your hand, I want you to... good. Keep keep your hand up. Let's go pray for these people. The idea is we're going to release the testimonies, and then if God did it once, that's permission that he's going to do it again. So we're going to just pray for those things, all right? So um, yeah, right over here, right back there. You guys, it's okay. Somebody go back there. Phil, put your hand on him. And then somebody go over here and put, put your hand on my bro over here. And then right here, right here, willing soul, come over here and. Put your hand on her. Yeah. Cool. All right. Any other people? Raise your hand if you got if you got an issue with your hand. Right here. You have something wrong. Oh, you're just praying. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's release Holy Spirit. Yeah. You do it, Holy Spirit. Jesus. Mm, Jesus. Yeah, we call on that testimony. <laughs> yeah, mm. testimony of Jesus as a spirit of prophecy, right? Yeah, that's right. If He did it once, it's gonna happen again. It's a prophetic thing. Yeah, we put our faith on that right now. Yeah, Holy Spirit, you do your thing. Yeah, take care of it. All right, all right, that's good. We did good praying. All right, who who's feeling something? Who's feeling something? Andrew's feeling something. What's going on, man? It's been really swollen for about three weeks. And it yeah. Really hard to bend, but it's to bend already. Mm. Yes. Come on. Come on. All right. This is good stuff. Holy Spirit's moving. Yeah. All right. Who's got another testimony? Yeah, buddy. Come on up.
4: I, I like what you said, that he doesn't have to do anything with us, because... Um, I took my car to the, to the shop and while I was sitting at the little waiting area that they have, um, I, I got this uh, inside word, it said, the Lord said, uh, do you want to see something cool? So I was reading my book and under my book, uh, I see this older gentleman across the room and I see his feet and I'm like lord what what is, what is that have to, what, what's going on so the feet were swollen and the older gentleman was sitting across he was like trying to move it but he couldn't because it was so swollen that his feet was coming out of his shoe so I'm like okay what what is it that you want to show me what is what is this so i closed my book and i put it on my lap and the the guy starts moving him. Very slowly, his feet, and I'm like, "Lord, he's like, it's my will to heal." So I kept looking at the guy's feet, and he gets up and he starts doing this, and then he starts walking around. Nobody, I mean, the this little room is full of people waiting for their own cars. So it's about twelve, fifteen people nobody's looking at him he's still wondering what's going on what's what's what what's happening he starts jumping he starts dancing he starts going back and forth in the room nobody i'm like jesus and he looks at me confirms he doesn't know jesus but that he knows that something is in the room he's i take a second glimpse at his foot normal no swollenness. Everything was normal in his foot. I was like, yes. And it had nothing to do with me. It was nothing. I was just looking. I was just sitting there. So, the- Good.
0: Yes. Thanks, man. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Oh, I just want to celebrate these testimonies, guys. This is, this is what is available for us. I just don't want to settle for less. All right. Who's got another one? Who's got another one? This is our agenda today. It's pretty goofy, but we're doing it. All right, Lee. What do you got? Come on up here. Yeah. I can't walk all the way back there. <laughs> I'll meet you halfway. Um,
6: yeah, okay. I'm not really good at talking in front of people. This is the first time ever, so you guys are just going to have to. <laughs> okay. Um, a couple weeks ago... Um, my husband was told that he was losing his job. And, um, so I had already purposed, purposed in my heart, given an offering to the Lord. And so that day I was faced with the decision whether to give that offering or to keep that money because we were going to need it. And so, and, and he was going to lose his job because of his eyes. And, um, he um, went to the eye doctor last week, and he got a pretty good report, but we're believing for perfect vision. Yeah, so, okay, so let me go back to what I was saying. say. Um, anyway, I decided to go ahead that night in faith to write that check mm. and to give that total offering and just trust the Lord. And the next day, everything had turned around. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's,
0: awesome. That's amazing. Good job. You did a great job, too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I had, um, back in 2009, yeah, 2009, I um, was brand new into real estate and um, hadn't sold uh, more than, I think, all of last year. And the company I worked for was used to doing high volume. So it was, it was typical that you would sell somewhere around seven houses a month, which is a lot. Um, and, but I was like the first salesperson for this company ever. Um, and the guy before me had sold that much, but, uh, I mean, the owner had done that, but I hadn't done that. And all of last year, I think I had sold something like 13 homes. Um, and Uh, it was like February and I felt like I was supposed to give, uh, it was not a huge amount of money, but I felt like I was supposed to give uh, this money. And it was about three quarters of the cash I had in my checking account at the time. And I had actually just moved out of my parents' house. I was a late bloomer. Um, I think I was 24. Is that right? Jeez. You guys aren't judging me, right? right. That's not an invitation for any 24-year-olds to continue to live at home unless your parents want you to. So anyway, I just moved out, and um, I gave three-quarters of the cash I had. And then I'm looking around waiting like, okay, I know how this is supposed to work. Where's the cash? Let me check the microwave, no cash in there. How about the oven? Where's the cash? I thought, I've heard all these testimonies about giving away money, um, when you feel like that's what Jesus is telling you to do and then receiving it back even more. And so I was waiting around for it. Well, nothing happened in February, but March, April, and May, I sold about 15 to 17 houses each month. And it was about triple in those three months what I had sold the entire last year in real estate. So yeah, this is good stuff. Who who needs financial breakthrough? Just um just raise your hand. Yeah. Let's let's just go after that real quick. Put put your hand on them and grab a hold of that testimony. And I'm just gonna pray the same thing for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, finances. Yeah, you come back into order. Yeah, we just believe. Those testimonies are for everyone who's a son and daughter. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. On earth as it is in heaven, there's no poverty. No poverty in heaven. That's a promise for us. Yeah, we just call finances come back in line right now. Yeah, same thing. Same thing, Jesus. You do it. Yeah, Holy Spirit. Yeah, we believe you'll do it. You did it once, you'll do it again. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Awesome! All right, cool. All right, who else has a testimony they want to share? I've got a couple in my back pocket, but I just want to see who else has one. Yeah, come on up. All right,
2: woo! So I do this myself. I'd just like to say that um, the last year, the end of September, my daughter and my son-in-law,
7: painting Sergio,
2: sent me let me go to an intense weekend, to restores- restoration weekend. And I nailed to the cross that for generational holes to be broken and to quit smoking cigarettes. Two weeks after my weekend, I have quit smoking, and I see a difference and feel a difference in my family.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Who else needs that? Who else needs that? Raise your hand right now yeah if you need that if you want to quit smoking or you want to break off generational stuff, raise them up we 're all good <laughs> uh, I know that's not true all right all right if if you have that going on, you put your hand on your own heart and you and you prophesy that over yourself okay that if it's available for her it's available for us yeah jesus i'll just pray for you right now, okay. All right, yeah, Holy Spirit, yeah. Anything generational, you take care of it right now, Holy Spirit. We give you permission, give you permission to come and just fix those generational things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, in fact, I just I just believe it was taken care of at the cross, so I'm just going to say that over you. Yeah, that all those curses and all that junk was just nailed to the cross. We believe that, and we just profess it right now over all of you guys. Yeah, and I just ask that addictions would be taken care of, Father, right now. That, uh, that people would just have freedom, that they would walk out of here free and feeling different, that you would change the ad- addictive thing, that chemical, whatever it is in their body, so that they don't have that anymore. They have no cravings, and they're just free. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. All right. Yeah, I had, um, I had done this. Uh, what time is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, hey. Do you have a testimony? Well,
7: <laughs> I saw something that had happened so long ago um well you know i'm the oldest person here so this happened when i was seven years ago seven years old so if your math is good well you know that was a long time ago but my mother um became real ill she had pain in her side and they rushed her to the hospital and while she was on the operating table she died and uh because I was very young, my, my, what I'm relating is what I remember of what somebody said. But the, the doctors and the nurses that attended, they verified that she died and that she had, was dead for about, I'm remembering about 20 minutes or however long it was, but she died. But I don't know how long I said it was, but she came back to life singing I don't she do singing in tongues or singing a hymn that was when i was about 7 years old she lived until i was married and had children you know before she went to heaven but i had she was a wonderful mother a woman of god and i just am so very thankful that that happened and even though it was a long time ago say it was back in the 1930s or 40s anyway god Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm so glad that he gave me a good mother. Changed my life.
0: Yeah. That's, awesome. yeah, that's
7: great. Woo! Yeah.
0: All right. Hey, Andy, do we have that segment? No. Yeah, it's a worthless video. I didn't want to show that anyway. All right. Um, yeah, one thing I do, I, I just want to give you guys a little nugget uh, to bounce around with the rest of the week, okay? I was um I was reading my Bible and thank you. (laughs) He was finally starting to understand my personality. (laughs) I was reading my Bible and I came across, you guys may have heard this. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. That's pretty common, right? I started to think about that, and I started thinking, from that time on, that was his message. And I started thinking, that's kind of significant. That was like the primary message of Jesus for his ministry. And I started thinking, what does that phrase even mean? Repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. And Andrew, do you know what repent means? What is it? Your oh, okay, change your mind. So, Andrew, that's something he says pretty frequently. So, let's see, change your mind because the kingdom of heaven has come near. Change your thinking, change the way you think, because heaven is available, because heaven is here. At that time, that was his message. From that time on, he began to preach that message. Change your minds. Heaven is here. That's a big message. And at that time, it was just in Jesus. He was the representation of heaven. He was the representation of the Father's heart. Perfect, right? And so where Jesus walked, heaven was invading that place. And we saw that pretty clearly through signs and wonders and miracles and all sorts of amazing things uh, that Jesus did. So at that point, it was just change your mind. Heaven is here. I'm heaven. I'm walking around releasing heaven everywhere I go. This was his primary message. And then we have this cool thing that happened. Jesus took on the sin of the world. And all of a sudden, our sin was vanquished, and now when the Father sees us, he doesn't see our sin, he just sees perfect, spotless, Jesus' sacrifice that he made. So it's actually impossible for him to view your sin and count it against you. It would just be violating what happened on the cross if he were to do that. And so now, we get this cool thing where Jesus goes to the cross, and all of a sudden, that's like the Father's little stamp of approval on us, saying, change your mind, heaven is here, and it went from Jesus to us. Change the way you think, heaven is right here. And then we have this cool thing uh, called the Great Commission, right, where Jesus actually gives us permission to go release heaven. Change the way you think, heaven is here. And then we have this cool thing called Pentecost, where he hands us a checkbook with his name on it, And he says, go pass out some checks, and I'm good for it. And we get the tools at Pentecost, right? Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us. Change your thinking. Heaven is here. This is the primary message of Jesus, to change your thinking. It has nothing to do with how you're made up. You don't have to spend more time in prayer. You don't have to spend more time, you know, in your your prophetic closet or, or even, like, earning uh, boldness or or courage from him, or oh, if I do this, then I'll have an anointing. You already have that. His message was change your thinking, not go after a greater anointing, not go to the next conference to get prayed for, not earning this or earning that. It's change your thinking. If you change your thinking, heaven is here. It's available. That is a crazy idea to me. That all it is is our thinking, and then we see that throughout Scripture. Set, set your mind on things above, not, not on earthly things, right? If you set your mind on what he's doing, you change the way you think. Heaven is here, it's available. I just want to leave you guys with that, okay? Walk around with that because I think as humans, we have this thing where we want to add to something and we want to we wanna be a part of it. And we are a part of it. It's called co-laboring, but it's up here. It's just believing that it's possible and, and meditating on that idea that heaven actually is here. It's inside of me as the Holy Spirit. I don't have one third of the Holy Spirit. I have three thirds of the Holy Spirit. I got the whole thing right here and I don't have to go to the next conference to get filled up again. He's sitting right here. Whether I feel, uh, Whether I feel charged up, whether my hands tingling or I feel heat or I'm drunk in the spirit or whatever, I know that heaven is here because he said so, and he gave us his Holy Spirit. It's not junior Holy Spirit. It's Holy Spirit senior, and he's the best one. And, and we're carrying him around. Everywhere we go, just like Jesus, everywhere we go, heaven is here. Change your thinking. Heaven just walked into Taco Bell to grab a burrito. Where's the problem? I'm one big answer looking for the next problem because I got it right here sitting inside of me. Heaven's going into Walmart right now. I'm a citizen of heaven, Right? What is that? Philippians? I think I have that. Uh, Yep. Boom. I got a memory. Philippians 3.20. But we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. Hey-oh. We're citizens of heaven. When I walk into a place, guess what? Citizen of heaven just coming into the place. I got my passport right here stamped from heaven. And I'm, I'm bringing all of heaven's authority into a place. You guys, this is such a simple idea. But it's one that we struggle to grasp. I just want you guys to meditate on that. When, I, I want you to do me a favor. When you're out and about this week and you're walking into a place, picture heaven walking into that place. Because that is literally what is happening. You're bringing the agenda and the authority of heaven into every place you go. That's a big deal. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's it. All right. All right, Andrew, go for it, man.
8: Awesome. Wasn't that great? Thank you, David. Thank you, team. That's wonderful. Come on. That's good stuff. But I didn't know you were going to say that about the kingdom. I'm just going to say this one thing. I'm in three minutes. Luke, chapter 17, verse 20. Now, when he had asked, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. Listen, I'm going to give us a little admonition here. We as the church, especially in our charismatic realm, in our Pentecostal loving the spirit and all that kind of stuff, we can be in danger of doing this very thing right here because the kingdom doesn't come with observation. In other words, the kingdom doesn't live inside of my ability to see what's going on in the spirit. Hello? That's the starting place. Is this making sense? It's, it's one thing to be able to observe what's happening in the spirit. It's another thing to recognize I have the kingdom inside of me. And then say, by having that, by seeing what I see and by having what I have, I move in and I change this culture and I change this atmosphere. That's what's important. So there's the admonition right there. I told you it'd take three minutes and I didn't too. We have the kingdom inside of us. It's not anything glorious or wonderful and we're not mature believers when we can just simply discern what's going on in a room. Those gifts are free. What happens is, what matters is when we take the kingdom of God that's inside of us and we begin to broker it ourselves and we change it. So if you go into a situation as a believer in Jesus Christ and you feel the demonic presence or you feel something dark or you feel something heavy, don't run away. Run right into it. Why? you got the kingdom of God inside of you. And it has to leave, right? We have the keys of the kingdom inside of us. So whenever we do that, do, us, do the world around you a favor and do our brothers and sisters around us a favor by taking the kingdom of God and shifting it wherever we go. Amen? Amen. Let's all stand together. <clears throat> That's good stuff. That was fun. I like testimony. All right. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you, God, that you're just absolutely good all the time. Um, and Lord, even when our minds don't comprehend that and we don't feel like it, it doesn't change the fact that you're good. So, Lord, we just say you're good all the time. Church, say it with me. You're good all the time. Jesus, you're good all the time. And according to your word, Hebrews thirteen eight says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he never changes. And you're good all the time. So, Father, I pray that we would, by the power of your Holy Spirit, recognize when we see through your eyes, what's happening in the world, and we just begin to broker it right into this earth, wherever we go. Your kingdom come, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.